Blog Talk Radio. Trojan, and this is another episode of Mike Trojan's Dating it, dating Manual. And uh, today um, I'm going to be continuing through Manual 13, which is my advanced macking manual. And um, um, I think we'll be able to actually finish that manual today. And then next time we'll be going back to Manual 1, which essentially is a manual for uh, once you've broken the ice and you've done your initial pickup. Uh, it's all. It's kind of like a relationship manual. Um, today, um, there uh, we'll, unfortunately we will not have the benefit of Vanessa Lobo's commentary. But um, if you want to call in, you may. Um, the number to call in is if I can ever find it three four seven nine four five five zero six three. Please, um, any questions, also, you can also put in the chat room. Um, we are at uh, blog talk radio slash no money involved. And we're going to be doing this show, if you're listening on the download, we're going to be doing this show regularly at 9 p.m. on Thursdays, Eastern Standard Time. So uh, we invite anybody that um, has any uh, insight or has any questions about dating 
to to call and and ask and uh, have me work with you on the air. I'd love to hear some of your stories and some of the um, things that you've uh, come across and and whether or not you've put any of these theories to the test. Um, I invite you to listen to some of the. If you're just new to this, listen to the older podcasts, and you'll see that I've been basically starting off manual 13 since it is the advanced macking manual. Um, so let's get right into it. Um, I, I, what I would like to do is just basically go into the whole uh, thing about um, basically manual 13. I'm just I'm just reviewing the, uh, the principles that I set forth there. If you go to nomoneyinvolved.com and click on the archives, that's where you'll see the page um, and the, the many pages of manual. 13, and my name is Mike Trojan, and I'm the author. Um, let's start out here. Okay. Um, don't think of it as a pickup. Think of it as you are extending, or basically you are extending and sharing energy. So when you go and you start talking to women that you think are attractive, remember that you shouldn't be outcome-based. You're the the thing what you should be doing is just extending energy, and the way you extend energy is positive energy, energy that um, you know women feel flattered by, and that at the same time you're um, getting that kind of vibe, and that vibe ultimately builds your con uh, confidence because once you start getting vibe from women that you're not even trying to pick up, you'll start to see that you have the ability to do that, and that confidence is also very attractive. Um, uh, let's go on. You must assign the correct meaning to what you're doing. Okay, so essentially, um, you're you're playing with people and you're testing them. So this is what you're doing when you're going out on the field and you're single and you're trying to talk to different women. You're just playing around. You're just having a good time. If it stops to be a good time, there's really no point, you know. So that's important. Uh, excuse me, while I have a swig of wine here. Um, be matter of fact, and this is another principle, be matter of fact, compliment her factually with a calm demeanor, deadpan. Uh, say, you have beautiful eyes, like you'd say, your shoes untied. Very matter of fact. Try not to be too emotional when you give these compliments. Almost be like a scientist. Um, I don't know why it works, but it, it tends to be a better approach. Um, the more out there the thing, another principle is, the more out there the thing is that you're saying, the more you need to underplay the representation of it. So when you're going out on a limb and you're really complimenting um, a girl, for example, um, you, you want to underplay the, you don't want to be all crazy. Just kind of give a quick compliment. Um, it's almost like in passing. Um, when you're initially talking to um, a girl, this principle comes into play. It says, verbally pace the interaction. Use words to accurately describe the situation and what she is going through. Say, for example, what's up? You don't know me, and I'm sure you don't normally converse with strange men, but I can, can I ask you a question? Are you, and then if she's like, okay, and then you, she said, are you cool? Are you cool? Now, um, this might come off too much like a, um, a line. Um, so you, you want to say something like that in a very casual way, kind of like you're just thinking of it on the, on the fly. So like, what's up? 
Um, you don't want to act like you're, you've been saying this to every girl that you, you know, come up to. So you're like, what's up? You, you, you don't know me, but uh, I'm sure you don't normally converse with strange men, but uh, do you mind if I ask you a question? Sure. Are you cool? Kind of like that. That's that's and and what you're doing is you're you're saying it to her. Look, I know this is an awkward situation. I know that you're um, it might feel a little weird talking to this strange guy, but you know that th- that's that's something that you should um, that you can you can kind of uh, get around by pacing by pacing the interaction. Uh, once again, if you have any questions, you can call 347-945-5063. And, uh, we, and if you're listening on the download, we are usually on at 9 p.m. on Thursday, Eastern Standard Time. The next principle. Um, verbally pace... Oh, I just said that. <laughs> develop, your high, very high, develop very high standards. Now, uh, I just wanted to do an aside about this. It takes about the same amount of effort to pick up a very, very hot girl than it does to pick up, for example, um, a mediocre girl. It's interesting. I mean, you would think that a mediocre girl would know that, well, you know, I'm not that pretty. Maybe maybe I'll be a little easier. It, it's not easier. In fact, sometimes it's arguably harder because those women are more awkward. They're not used to uh, being... Um, picked up, and so they kind of present more obstacles and more hang-ups uh, to the pickup uh, than, uh, than, than, than you would be normally um, faced with when you're dealing with actually a prettier woman. So it's a weird kind of uh, situation, and uh, you might want to uh, decide that, you know, that it's better just to try to pick up very hot women you know, and, and just keep your standards very high. And uh, so as I continue on this principle, develop very high standards. Know exactly what you want in a woman. Communicate through body language, voice tone, and what you say that, and what you say, that you are unwilling to compromise these standards. So, you know, you've got to walk confidently. You have to talk sort of with a, a deep, resonant voice tone. Uh, hold on, let me get this caller on that is uh, calling in now because he seems to... Just a minute, caller, I got you uh, on the air right now. Hello? Can you hear me? Um, I'm trying to click you on, but for some reason, it. let me try one more time. Hello? I'm not hearing you. Um, I'm going to just hang up, and if you'll try to call back, um, I'll try to get you on. Sometimes blog talk radio has a problem. Um, so try calling back, and I will put you on caller, on uh, area code 901. Um, uh, anyway, I'm going to keep going with the manual. Hopefully the caller will call in. Like I said, anytime you want to call in is fine. I will interrupt the show and um, entertain any questions that you have. Okay, let's let's go on to the um, next principle. Uh, um, you are the prize. Okay, that's really you have to understand. How many women do you pass a day? Tons. How many truly cool? How many fine women do you pass a day? Tons. How many truly cool dudes? None. Really, 
think about it. There's really not that many cool guys out there. It's it's kind of funny. Um, hold on, let me get this. Try to get this collar on. Here we go. Hello. Number is one four eight. Are you there? Um, I am not hearing this person. Um, so I guess I'll try one more time. Okay. Are you there, caller? Area code 901. Okay, I guess I'm not going to be able to talk to this person, but uh, uh, if you want to try getting in on the chat and asking me a question there, um, the chat room is open. So the principle is that you are the prize. How many fine women do you pass a day? Well, many. How many truly cool, cool dudes? Very little. Think about it. There's just not that many cool guys where there are tons of hot women. The ratio is pretty much in the cool guy favor. Now, I'm, not, I'm, I'm assuming you're a cool guy, but you can be a cool dude too. All you have to do is follow the manual. Uh, so go to nomoneyinvolved.com and take a look at it. Think about it now. Educated men or at least those that are told they are really smart or intelligent, are often too evil to be good-looking. Many women feel that dumb women, dumb men are safer and better-looking since they are uncorrupted by knowledge. They are not entirely wrong about it either. You have to become uncorrupted if you are to compete with these morons. The way you become uncorrupted is to pre practice moderation in all things. Avoiding excess in any area is the only path to innocence. Now, this is an odd sort of um, uh, thought uh, that uh, I, I don't know exactly why I wrote it there. I think I'm trying to say that a lot of women, they go out with these kind of good-looking, dumb guys because the more intelligent guys end up being pretty duplicitous. Why? Because they can because they're so smart that they can cover up their um, duplicitous deeds. Um, but, you know, that's sort of a weird generalization. Um, let's move on to the next one. Um, I see you there, caller, area code 901. I guess you just want to listen, because I've been trying to get you on the air. Are you there? Hello? Anyone there? Okay. All right, so I guess you just want to hear the show, which is fine with me. Um, okay, let's go on to the next principle. Stop trying to be so damn clever and just shut the fuck up. But then you think that's but but then you think that's clever. Then you get stuck, and they call you quiet, lame. So what do you do? Qualify. Is she even a friend you want to have? What are you looking for? She's kind of hot, but is she cool? Is she adventurous? Is she funny? What's the use in you being considered witty by a dimwit? Qualify these women. Put them on the defenses so they don't even have time to start qualifying you. Believe me, people like qualifying themselves, or rather they love those who make them do it automatically. When you, when you challenge her, you are creating sexual tension, and that tension should never really go slack. Ease up and then strike again. This helps the attraction to build. 
Well, what I'm essentially saying here is that there, the best the best defense is a is a good offense. Um, you're looking for something specific. You're not just looking for a pretty face. At first, when you haven't had dates for a long time, that's what you're looking for, and you didn't you wouldn't care. But but these women, these very very beautiful women, are so used to being put on a pedestal and worshipped that when you qualify them, that is, when you challenge them on certain issues that are based upon some standards, some certain consistent standards that you have, they're in an awkward position of trying to justify themselves. And it it puts them off kilter and it makes them work for your approval instead of you trying to qualify yourself and give them all the accolades that, you know, you think should be applied to you. Remember, and this is the next principle, you are the catch. You don't have time for women. You have just too much to do and too much to study and research. Men are always looking for more knowledge. The real man is looking for wisdom, not women. Women are fun now and then, but ultimately we're in a trajectory, and that's the attractive trajectory to women, to be not just some women-crazed fool, but to be somebody who is actually um, has an agenda that is not just centered around women. Um, women tell you nothing about yourself that you don't already know. If you are looking, this is the next principle, if you are looking for her to tell you something that you don't know, like that you're cool or hot, you're, you're looking at a mirror, get it? All that she will reflect will be that you're a dude wondering whether or not you're cool or you're hot and wanting to get her take on it. You understand? So essentially, if you're looking for a girl to tell you who you are, you're going to get a reflection of a guy looking for a girl to tell you who you are, looking for a guy to tell him who he is. That's the reflection you're going to get. So if your reflection should be one of confident happiness, um, confident understanding. Um, I think that we have somebody in the chat room here, and uh, I see a guest by the name of Guest three four five three five four nine. Well, if you have a question, please put it in, and I will uh, be glad to talk about it on the air. Um, let's move on to the next principle. You could accumulate all the knowledge in the known universe about seduction and attraction, but if you don't go out there and start experimenting both with what you've learned and what you come up with yourself, you'll remain clueless about what works best for you. More importantly, without true field work, you will never be able to uh, build up a level of intuition, experience concerning what would work best with any given girl. Practice creates the mindset you want here. Understand that all this stuff that I'm giving you from all these last few podcasts need to be put to use. That is, you have to go out there and when you see a girl that you think is attractive, don't hesitate. Just go up and start talking. And you're going to see what works. You're going to see what doesn't work. You're going to see that uh, the three-second rule is very much true. That is, if you don't talk to her in three seconds, you're going to build up so much resistance and weird thoughts and, and awkwardness that you're, it's going to be annoying 
to her and you to have the interaction. So just go up. You have to come off, remember, like the guy who just hits on girls, you know, that are pretty. Kind of a player, but you, but a select player and one who doesn't just go for any girl. Um, I, okay, here's the next principle. Always over-respond to things. Go that extra mile. Make life exciting. It will also keep you from overreacting. Now, over-respond is a calculated form of reaction to something. Over-respond means to go the extra mile. Uh, so if a girl rejects you at first, you know, just kind of push through it and field it in a way that's impressive because that's the first test. Remember, the first test is that initial rejection. Most guys get propelled by it. Most weak people, weak men, will not uh, take it very well, will either become nasty or get their feelings hurt and become befuddled. You, it doesn't even phase you, and you keep trying. And so... That's what over-responding is. Overreaction would be to get your hurt feelings, to get flustered, to think that, you know, to, to, to be mean to the girl because she's not giving you the attention you want. All that is, is wrong. So let's move on here. Next uh, principle in Manual 13. This is at nomoneyinvolved.com, and you click on the archive section, and you will see the uh, advanced macking page or set of pages that I'm reading from. Keeping up, keep your pickup technique as direct as direct as possible. Um, keeping oh here it is. Keeping your pickup technique as direct as possible will give you more choices and more experience in a shorter amount of time. This is because you won't be wasting time by keeping all things all slow and casual. By directness, I mean that you've got. By directness, it means that you've got to move from one level to the next, quickly but calmly. Rejection is more likely, but it only leads to new prospects and greater wisdom. To reduce the likelihood of getting rejected, don't progress to the next level if the mood isn't right or if it feels awkward. But more importantly, stop caring about rejection. It's not as painful as you think. In fact, it's the best medicine a loser can take to become cool. Uh, that, that principle basically uh, speaks for itself, but let me just elaborate on it a little bit. You're, you're, you're the driver in the situation. Right? Don't wait for the girl to give you like uh, uh, bells and whistle single signals to go to the next level. Just do it. Just get there to the next level. So the first level, obviously, is talking to them in public. The next step is to try to get them isolated somewhere uh, where you can uh, put some moves on her. Uh, so, you know, that's progression. Now, it doesn't need to happen like over a set of three weeks where you get a number and then you could do it right there when you meet her. You say, hey, let's go have our coffee. And then you're like, hey, let's go here. A good place to go is go to a park, you know, sit down uh, in a park. You, you can make out, you know. I mean, it's you, you don't even need to, to have a date. So... Just start moving it ahead. Let her reject you. Let her say no. And then your reaction to that will be something, um, another test that you've passed that uh, she will um, be impressed by. Um, let's go on. The sheer number of women 
next principle, you encounter with the direct approach generates much more confidence than those damn casual encounters. This is because the more casual and laid back your approach, the more apt you are to, to get no girl and no knowledge, except possibly the knowledge that the, the, more, more, the, the more direct uh, way is the better way. So there's a lot of guys who do a, a kind of a very casual uh, approach to women. They don't try to progress to the levels. They, they, they wait, you know, maybe even a, a second date before they even tr- make a move. I mean, these are, this is just not the way to go, okay? Women like male aggression to some extent, and they, they, they like to um, uh, be the counterbalance to it. And if you're more passive than they are, it's, it's never going to get anywhere, and they're going to decide that you're pretty much a wimp. And remember, that's not an attribute that women really like. Um, uh, let's go to the next one. Uh, in short, casual meetings are safe. Pickups are more rewarding. A mixture of both is fine. So, you know, you might have, um, like when you meet, when you initially try to uh, understand these principles and get your confidence up. You might not want to just go for a pickup. You might want to just go and start chatting up a girl, and uh, and then leaving, and and getting the vibe that maybe you could have gotten something, or maybe something could have happened, but you know you you just didn't do it because you wanted to test out just your initial skills of just breaking the ice, which is fine. You can do that, but it's, but sooner or later you're going to have to start changing and making those steps more. Um, just more aggressively. Um, the girl who seems lost is the easiest to flirt with. Actually, you should assume that everyone is socially nervous because it's normally true, and then cut them some slack if things initially seem awkward. Look for things to do that diffuse awkwardness. Try to develop a bunch of general tactics. Um, there, there's. You're going to start seeing as you do as you do these pickups that there, there'll be points in the scenario that that will, are naturally awkward. And one of them is, for example, when you try to, for example, you meet a girl in a club and you want her to go outside with you to um, to make out. Now it's going to be awkward the minute you get outside. If she decides to go with you, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be awkward. And the worst thing you can do is just try to plow in there and start trying to kiss her. You've got to think of some reason that's not to kiss her that you're out there talking to her. You just want to talk to her. It's too loud. You know, you wanted to, um, you know. But it, don't move in right away because you don't want it to look like the only reason you brought her outside is just to try to get on her, you know. Um, so... Uh, as you go through these, uh, you start doing it over and over again. You're going to see that um, that that there are going to be general things that you can do to break the awkwardness. And so, those are things you're going to have to develop on your own because they are um, basically going to be an extension of your personality and your way of doing things. Um, uh, okay, but but assume also remember don't assume that these hot girls aren't socially nervous too. They are, and they're going to make mistakes. And a lot of a lot of a lot of hot girls have 
kick themselves after rejecting a guy and because and they did it out of just sheer nervousness and awkwardness because they're not used to being approached. Uh, okay. And you know, I just write here at the end of this, uh, but the best thing to do is to go in with guns blazing with the three seconds rule. Just go in, give it a try, get rejected. I'm telling you, if you see one hot girl, there's so many hot girls that are just looking for a funny, cool guy with a laid-back attitude to come into their life. They might even have boyfriends, but those boyfriends are not cool. Okay? I'm telling you, there's a lot of guys out there who just don't have... They don't have it. And they may have a hot girlfriend, but not for long, especially when you're on the scene. On the scene. Don't be upset about stealing a girl, a boyfriend... Um, a, that's stealing your girlfriend from a guy. Uh, if she's not doing, if she's not doing it for him, or if you can do it for him better, then she has every right to be with you. Um, let's move on here. Um, here's a phone tip: don't leave a message. At least try not to leave a message that requires you to wait on her. Tell her in your message, or that I mean, I guess that's don't. I, I should modify this. I don't mean don't leave a message, but don't leave a message that's like, okay, uh, call me when you can. Okay. No, tell her in your message that you'll call curl her back. Um, and if if your phone game is not that good, you're just going to have to use yeah, try with different women. Um, I write here, meeting more women will always make your phone game better. It will come out in your voice tone that you are far from desperate. Um, so your phone game will have to show that you're not, you know, waiting for them, you know, that you just, they, so the best thing to do is to keep, you know, if you've met a girl and you're waiting for her to call you, don't, don't stop trying to pick up other girls, you know. I mean, I'm not saying you should be cheating on your girlfriend, but if, if if you're in the initial stages and you know she's not calling you back, then you know that's the best way to keep your game up is just to keep keep on hitting on chicks. Um, if it intimid here's the next one. If it intimidates you to talk to women you're attracted to, your first assignment is to talk to these women everywhere about anything without trying to pick them up until they no longer intimidate you. When talking to women no longer intimidates you will find yourself having chill, non-threatening conversation with hotties all the time. And these are the conversations that lead her into seduction without you really trying at all. So if you're really having a hard time, if you get super nervous, just start chatting up hot girls, okay? Just chat them up, okay? Initially, because you're initially scared, they're going to pick up on it. Initially, you're going to get some rejections there. But remember, there's no outcome, okay? All your goal is is to have like a two-second conversation with a hot girl. You can even ask you the goddamn directions. You'll get a vibe that will help your confidence. Now, you might get a vibe that doesn't help your confidence. You might get a vibe like, oh, what the fuck are you talking to me for? Um, that's fine, too. Just, just remember the kind of things that you were doing in and remember that you were, you know, what you were doing and what worked and what didn't work. Um, here we go. Here's the next one. When women don't know things about you, they usually only imagine things that make them like you more. The more reality she has about you, the less fantasy she has to work with. Be a man of mystery. 
there's no point in spilling your whole entire life story, you know. It's just the point. Uh, the 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 best thing to do is be very mysterious, you know. Try to keep your life as private as possible so that she has to unpeel all the different layers that comprise you. She will have much more interest in doing that than if you just blab about all your accolades and all the great things you've done. Okay, let's move on here. Uh, what really turns on women is thinking that you like them because of some uniqueness that they have in comparison to other women. And that uniqueness <laughs> isn't just that they're really hot. Um, you, want to, you want to... It's good to convince a really hot girl that you like her because of something about her personality. Um, and you should actually like her for that reason, not just because of her hotness. Uh, because like I said, there's millions of hot girls. So why should you um, like this one over that one? Well, there should be a good reason. She's cool. She likes to, you know, in my case, I, I'm always happy if a girl likes to watch uh, UFC or fighting or something like that because, like, most girls don't like that. So if she's hot and she's into that, all the better. Uh, let's go on to the next one. Everyone aches for something. Everyone has desires. If you can find out about what she missed out on as a child or what she really aches for from a man and then give it to her in a non-obvious way, you're in. You can either find out how the satisfaction of the desire would make her feel and then give her those feelings by speaking of them the way she does, or you could actually satisfy the, the desire by doing the sh things she aches for. Now, I'm trying to think, I wrote this a long time ago, I'm trying to think of a good example of that. Um, she may have had a, um, a kind of stern upbringing where she wasn't allowed to be a kid. And so it's a good thing to do is to, be, to act kind of goofy and childish with her. And, and maybe that's something that she was missing on growing up, and now she has the opportunity to be a little goofy. And so if you could help her indulge in that side of her, she will really cherish you for it. And I'd say that most women um, share that desire. And I tend to weed out women who don't like joking around or, or too serious um, anyway. But, but, but I'm just saying that most girls, they've grown up a little too fast and they, they would love to just run around and joke around, yell and scream and make funny jokes. So uh, that's something that you can, you know, help them out with. Okay. Next one. Bust on her. Tell her it will never work out because of her flaws. Um, yeah, one thing um, really hot girls share is that they like to be told that they suck. I mean, in a joking way. Obviously, you're not seriously telling them they suck. But they like to be busted on because there's so many guys out there who just want to compliment them to death. And there's nothing more boring than to be, you know, totally slobbered over by, you know... Um, uh, good guys who just, uh, you know, all they want is they're just like worshiping their beauty, you know. So, so let's let's keep uh, let's keep that in mind. Um, better next one. Better to be o over comfortable than under comfortable. Well, yeah, that's 
So, it, you know, if you're coming on a little strong and you get rejected, that's fine. That's better than just sitting there and not doing something because you're afraid. Um, next one. In the conversation, never let the line go slack. Never just have a nice conversation with you where you both agree with everything. You gotta neg hit her and then hug her and then neg hit her and then hug her, etc. So by neg hit, I think I explained this in one of my uh, former podcasts. But essentially, what I'm saying with a neg hit is the whole point of it's the push pull technique. You tell her something negative about herself, not too bad, you know, just a little bit, and then you hug her, and you're like, oh, but I still like you. And then you tell her something else negative, and then you hug her again. And and you go back and forth like that. That creates a bond of attraction. Um, I don't know why, but it shouldn't, right? I mean, but girls, like, if it's all in one flavor, all in like, oh, you're great. Oh, wow, I really like that about you. I agree, I agree, I agree. And everything's great. By the end of the night, she's going to want to kill you. She's going to hate you. I don't know why that works, why that's true. It is. I've had dates where, you know, we just agreed on everything. And by the end of the day, there was no fire. There was no passion. There was no nothing. We just kind of like went home. Nothing happened. So, so keep that in mind. Um, next one. Your mindset is the following. If you don't attract her, it's no big deal. If you do succeed attracting her, then if she's lucky, she gets to be an addition to your already exciting life. This mindset makes you the prize instead of her. Sensing this mindset will make her want you. So she has to sense this in her. Of course, you don't want to announce this to her. But the point is, is that you're, you're the, you're the attraction. You're the funny guy. You're the, you're the catch. Remember, women are, uh, pretty women are all over the place, and there are just not enough cool guys to go around for them. Let's go on to the next uh, principle here. Interpret negative signs from women as her just being a, as her just being a challenge. So as you get better, okay, and then I continue, as you get better at this, you'll grow to enjoy these signs more than favorable ones. But don't reward negativity. If a girl acts like a bitch, you kind of have to ignore her until she learns her lesson. Don't neg hit a bitchy girl either. When she tries to be nice, that would be a good time to neg hit her. So when a girl's being mean to you, you don't want to try to be mean back. Okay, when um, that's when you kind of instead of reacting in a, you know, you don't want to kiss her ass at that point, but at the same time you don't want to act like it really bothers you either. So a good thing to do is just sort of like ignore it, um, or to just kind of take yourself out of the situation. And then when you see her kind of like realizing that maybe she went a little too far, that she was mean to you and she tries to be nice to you, that's when you neg hit her. Okay, let's go on. Hold eye contact until she breaks it. It will say a lot about you. Yeah, don't, don't, don't be uh, scared with the eye contact. Um, even them girls that you're not, uh, that you haven't talked to yet. Um, a good thing, like I said, we talked about the buying signal um, I think in the second podcast, uh, this is something that will you'll start to understand. You'll be able to see in women pretty clearly. It, it's a it's a it's a it's a buying signal. Something that uh, that they have interest, and the only way that you can um, discover that is if you keep your eye contact 
and then when they kind of keep theirs for a little bit longer, and then you smile, and then they smile. And then at that point, uh, you, you, that's the blank signal, and you can, uh, you, you can approach. Here's the next one. Act confident, and people will think you are think you are and treat you better. Very simple. Next one. She asks, what do you do for a living? You say, stop asking me stupid questions and tell me something interesting. I mean, you should be obviously joking when you say this, otherwise you'll come off as an asshole, but it really doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, just challenge people when they... When they get into that mode of kind of like, well, what do you do? You know, I mean, just be like, you know, this is boring. You're boring. And then say, you know, tell her you're kidding, whatever, or tell her, you know, or, or be nice after that. You know, that's the whole um, push-pull technique there, but you understand what I'm saying. Uh, and if you don't, uh, you can always call 347-945-5063, or you can enter the uh, chat room and ask for clarification, and I'll be happy to give it to you. Um, let's go on here. Um, she asks, okay, oh, never give a direct, never give her a direct answer unless it is no. So, you know, guy, a lot of guys, they want to give the world to women. She's like, can I have this? Can I have that? Can I have this? The best thing to do is give indirect answers. Be like, well, you play your cards right, you know. Um, but then, but sometimes you can give the direct answer of no, and it's weird how hot women like almost get turned on by the word no, and I'll just leave it at that. Um, let's go on. First kisses should be closed mouth and short. If she's game, kiss her longer, then push her away, then change the subject, then kiss her again. Repeat. So this is the very crucial first kiss idea. First kiss you should give her should just be a normal peck on the lips. Just like that. Don't let her I mean, it doesn't even allow her to reject you really. A lot of guys go in for the the big time, the fucking slobber knocker, you know, the big the tongue kiss. Don't do that. Just go in for the first one, then push her away a little bit. Get away from me. You can't kiss. You know, something like that. Should tease her. Then pull her in again, kiss her, and then you can start using the tongue and and, and you're off to the races. Next principle, be bold. Get rejected if you have to. It will make you better in every way. Now, this is something that I've repeated in this manual, and I, I guess I just repeat it because it's so easy to forget. Rejection is a good thing. Um, but as we go into the next principle, you can avoid rejection by reading nonverbal cues first. Do the eye contact test. Look her in the eye. If she looks away and looks at you again and kind of smiles, that's a signal. But sometimes there's no time to do this and you have to make a cold approach. Just go for it in that case. You have nothing to lose. I mean, that's the thing. Guys really think that they're going to lose something when they get rejected. They really think that this is going to put a harpoon in their confidence and they won't be able to approach women for another week or two weeks after that. On the contrary, that's the best. I mean, you really just have to become immune to these rejections. No, you have to develop a thick skin for them. Um, and the only way you can do that is if you go out and do it uh, and, and, and collect them. Um, some of them will be really funny and you'll laugh about them later. And you really should be laughing about them right when they happen. Um, 
Uh, let's see. Are you a chump or are you a champ? This is the next uh, principle. Well, it's up to you. The chump is all concerned about what, what a woman thinks of him. He wonders if she found his jokes funny, if his stories are intriguing her, if he's tall enough or if he's thin enough for her, or whether or not she's getting offended or whether or not he has a cool enough job or car. A chump doesn't get it. That attraction has nothing to do with what she thinks of him. The champ is the, the champ is not concerned about how women uh, how a woman judges him. He knows the truth. That attraction isn't a choice. That she could even consciously decide that she doesn't like him, but still be attracted to him. As far as the champ is concerned, women should be out there trying to win his approval, simply because they have no choice but to do so. The champ has standards that a woman must live up to. Instead of thinking, am I good enough for her? The champ asks, is she good enough for me? The champ understands that attracting women comes from, from him being a prize, coupled with teasing her, making her have to reach for more of him. So essentially, the champ mentality is, I'm the prize, and uh, come and get it if you can. Uh, the next principle is talking to a girl you like. Okay, here we go. Talking to a girl you like consists in feeding her back the things she says to you in different words. This shows that you are listening and saves you the trouble of having to think of something clever and witty to say. Just paraphrase her and ask intelligent questions. Sounds like a good idea. So you just kind of, she'll say, she'll make a statement and you kind of repeat it. And back and forth and back and forth. I mean, that's when you're really just beginning because I, I would hope that you'd be able to do something a little more interesting than that. Uh, but, you know, it's sometimes when you're at a loss and uh, that, that's, a good, that's a good tactic. Um, next one, don't ask stupid questions and don't ask the same question twice, you idiot. Okay? Sometimes you'll get on the phone with a girl and you'll be like, so how are you doing? And, like, that's like the third time you fucking asked. So just be careful, you know. Don't be all nervous and asking dumbass standard questions. Um, listen to the kinds of words she uses. Is she visually oriented, emotionally oriented, aud auditorily oriented? The answer will determine what words you use when you describe things to her. For example, if she uses visually oriented words, she is best hypnotized by describing things with visual imagery. Yeah, you have to figure out what representational system women are using. Uh, they often use, um, some women will talk about getting a feel for something, and that know, you know that they are um, oriented tactily to touch, and that's how they, they describe things in those kind of, that kind of imagery. If she's like, well, it seems that way or it looks that way, she's visually oriented and you should use visual terms to speak to her and she will, she will feel more connected to you. If a woman starts to talk about emotions and how she feels and whether or not she's um, getting a feel for something, um, that's, that's basically an emotional orientation and that you should be speaking in those terms to her if you want her to feel close to you. Um, the next principle is 
don't get drunk if you really want to meet women. Yeah, it's really tough to to follow. The, I mean, you can get a little tipsy, but if you go a little, if you're even a little overboard or over tipsy, it's going to be bad, and she's not going to, you're not going to do well. Um, next one, don't try to analyze her problems. This is a huge point that you should always remember, along with all the other points in this manual. Yeah, sometimes women will give you a pro- their problems, and they'll want you'll think that they want you to give them some kind of um, analysis or solution or something, and then it'll become like this therapeutic session where you're helping them through their problem. That's bad. That's a turn off. Don't do that. Um, avoid having a grin on your face the whole time. Also avoid not having a grin at all. Avoid bragging. Women are very good at sniffing out when you are. Okay? Yeah, guys, that's all they do when they get around hot women sometimes. They just brag. They brag about themselves, about what they have, what they can do, what they can't do. I mean, it's just like, come on. Just don't do it. Women hate that crap. Um, Avoid the following subjects. Politics, religion, and conspiracy theories. Yeah, um, I, I would tend to agree with that. And that's the girls really into discussing those things. Um, I, w- I, w- I wouldn't bring them up on your own. I mean, it, it just, you know, leave it aside. I think a quick comment is interesting sometimes, uh, a good way to, to deal with politics. Uh, but more or less, the, the best attitude is to be like, well, I'm not a, you know, to, to not get all vehement about that kind of thing, especially when you first meet. Now, of course, you, you do want to go out with women that have your same politics, ultimately, and it would be hard for me to go out with, like, a right-wing woman. But at the same time, maybe I could, maybe I would. I mean, politics is really a side issue, and sex is really the issue, isn't it? Anyway, um, here's the next one. A good indicator of attraction is pupil dilation, and or fluttering eyelashes. That's something you can see right away in a girl. Others are the following. Fixing or smoothing down her outfit, pretending to look at her watch when you walk by, or her skin becomes a little bit red around you, or if she looks at your face a lot, um, if she has shiny eyes, if she breaks off her eye, eye contact by looking down and away, also a tilted head and an open posture. These are all signs that she is attracted and there's something, there's things that you should look for. Uh, the next um, principle is the hotter the girl, the less you can tell how she feels. Well, that's, that's probably true. Um, the hotter women tend to... Um, to to hide their uh, attraction, and it sometimes is a little more subtle uh, the hotter they are. Um, That basically concludes um, Manual 13. And um, next time, we're going to go on to Manual um, 1. Now, Manual 1 is essentially a... um, it's a manual about what what you should do once you have a girlfriend and and to, to try to keep her in the fold. I mean, because there's a lot of things guys do once they get into a relationship that usually ends up with them getting dumped. And so I think it's important to 
um, go over some of those principles. And those are actually, this is the first manual I wrote. And the reason I wrote it was because I was involved with a girl who, you know, for for obvious reasons, because I wasn't, by far, I was not a player at the time. I was kind of a loser. And I was dating this really hot girl. And, of course, I was way in over my head. And um, she ended up dumping me. And, uh, of course, I, uh, of course, stalked her. And it was a long time ago. But the point is, is that, you know, I've, I've learned a lot since then. But, you know, I... Manual one was basically written about her, and um, and though I failed, um, I I do believe I came up with um, some really valuable nuggets of wisdom that I've been able to carry with me to success with much hotter women, I must say, than that one. But I really thought she was cast me out back then. I just want to mention um, some of the dating gurus that I was influenced by and that you might want to check out um, just on your own, because I think that they have some valuable stuff to, to impart. And, and, and Manual 13 was essentially a distillation of all these guys. So I'm just going to go ahead and just give credit where credit is due. The first guy I want to talk about is, um, tell you about is Mike Hilinski. Um, this guy breaks it down, and I think he's the one who wrote um, High Status Male, and I really recommend that book. Also, they have a guy named Maniac High. Um, all these guys are basically also linked at the site, no money involved, in the advanced macking uh, section. Um, you have Carlos Zuma, spelled X-U-M-A. Very, very highly recommended guy. Um, and I'm sure he does podcasts and other things. Um, we have... Uh, a guy named Jeff from Real Social Dynamics. Now, these are all things that you should probably just Google and you will find also. You have David D'Angelo, uh, who writes a great uh, primer called Double Your Dating. You have a guy named Derek Vit- Vitalio, or Vitalio, sorry, Derek Vitalio. Uh, Ross Jeffries, now he's He's been in business a long time. He's he's the guy who does the hypnosis of women. I don't, uh, some of the stuff he does is true, is right, but I I, I think some of it is, is a lot of BS. But um, but I, I would recommend looking into it because there's just you know something there. There's a kernel of something. A guy named Swing Cat, and he's a good compliment to David D'Angelo. Uh, then you have your your friend uh, or um, a friend of mine, Marius Panzarella. Um, and, then, and then you have a guy named Matthew Whiting. Uh, also, we have Rod Cortez. Also, there's a guy named Anthony Berger and uh, Jason King. Um, very good tactics. Uh, Jason King, I, I would recommend also. Uh, I would recommend all these guys. Um, there's another guy named Peta Heskel, P-E-T-A-H-E-S-E. K-E-L-L. And then finally, a dating guru by the name of Thundercat. Um, all these guys um, were part of my um, education, um, and I was um, in the same boat as uh, a lot of uh, people. Uh, I, I say that there's no, there's no real um, guys. There's no, you know, it's just... 
it's hard, you know, when there, when you don't have any kind of instruction and you just kind of, you know, you don't have a college to try to date different women that you see every day that are forced to see you every day and you're just out there in the world, it's, it's, it's tough. And I recommend that, like, you do your research and you do all you can to try to develop this side of, the, of, your, of your game. Because um, I've seen a lot of guys just throw their whole life down the tubes because of... Uh, because they can't, uh, because they've met the wrong woman. The woman starts to mess with their head, and you know, though they might have, they might be well established, and and they have everything going for them. They just let it slip away because they're just so head over heels in love with a girl who doesn't love them. Anyway, with that, I'm gonna end the podcast here. But um, I hope that um, you guys can join me every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. I know I'm doing it on a Friday, but I've I've managed to carve out that slot. My name is Mike Trojan, and uh, I hope you can uh, join me next time and uh, we can get some callers on the line that uh, would like to discuss these issues and tell me about what kind of success or failures that they've had. Um, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week.